Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring on topics and guests that will empower you to grow your business and take it to the next level. Today, I am so excited to have my guest, Fame O.C. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He is a business consultant for funding. Okay, business funding people, ears up, pens out. Here we go. He has helped business owners just like you to get funded. He's helped businesses who are stuck or who have been denied bank loans and credit lines, but need to grow their business. Fame helps you figure out what you need to be done so you can secure the funds you need to achieve your business goals for 2023. I chose the title of or the episode theme to be why it's important for you as a business owner to have a business funding consultant. So why is it important to have a business funding consultant? Please join me in welcoming Fame Ossie. Hello, sir. Thank you, Vicky. My pleasure. Thank you for yes. having me on the show today. I'm you very are, excited. <laughs> you're so welcome. And it's wonderful to start out the new year with people who have all of these great ideas, resolutions, ideas of how they're going to grow their business and make 2023 the best year ever. And so I thought it's just perfect that we have someone like you to answer some questions that they may have on their mind or, or to bring out things that they didn't even know they needed to know. <laughs> so easy question to start. Tell everybody where you call home. Where do you live? Hi, everybody. And home is Dallas, Texas for me. Big old Dallas. <laughs> That's I'm right. Big in Dallas. <laughs> everything, everything is bigger in Texas. Yes, for sure. So what, what are the challenges that a business owner has for today in America? I mean, well, tell you. The number one problem that business owners encounter on a daily basis, according to the SBA, which we all acknowledge as a powerhouse for small businesses in America, mm-hmm. is lack of access to business funding. Yeah. And so for some people, it's like a maze. They can't you know, figure it out. And for some people who have tried to apply a couple of times and got denied, it's like, oh, they don't like me. Um, they don't like people from my city or from my a zip code. Uh, so business funding is very critical, mm-hmm. but it's still something that a lot of people haven't gotten all the nuts and bolts mm-hmm. that make it work. And right. that's where someone like me comes in. 
because when I come in, I have to put all those puzzles together so mm -hmm. that the company and the business owner can smile to the bank, get the money they need, and do what they intend to do in their business. Right. You know, like for every year, each business owner have some great ideas that they want to execute. They want to hire more employees. They want to have more equipment yeah. to make their work easy. Some even want to move to a, a new office that will make it more comfortable for, for the whole team to mm -hmm. be more productive. But none of these things can happen if you don't have enough resources, financial resources. Right. And I tell you, the resources are there. It's out there. The finances are out there. The banks are looking for businesses who are making impact in our society to help them with funding. But you have to get your house in order. Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, your question is very important in the sense that we cannot do without funding. Yeah. And I do not expect the business owner to use their personal savings to run all their business. Mm. That's what the banks are for. The right. banks are there so we can go there, get the funds we need, run our business, go in, make profit, come back and pay the bank profits, and then move on with our lives. Yeah. So. so you're a brand new business. You, you only have the hopes and dreams of what that's going to be in terms of profit. Do you have any hope? Yes. So... Business funding works for a business that started. It also works for a business that has been there for years. They have built some track mm -hmm. record. Mm -hmm. And so for a business that just started, what we have to do is we have to figure out where you are. Mm -hmm. What have you done yet? And so in my scope of consultancy, I can take a business from scratch. Mm -hmm. And we can map out what we need to do, but like the marketing strategy, mm -hmm. because sales and revenue are important. Yeah. And so even if the business is new, but we can map out a strategy, how this business can begin to make sales and bring in revenue. And we can go through that uh, pipeline and there is there is, uh, there is uh, hope and there is good news down the line because we are <laughs> going to get funding. And so this is for a brand new business that just started operation. This is also mm. for a business that has been in existence for so many years. But mm. the defining factor is the business we have to be making revenue. Because yeah. when we go to the bank and say, hey, bank, we want X amount of dollars. And the bank will say, okay, let's see how you're going to pay us back. So if I'm not making sales, if you're not making sales, then how are we going to convince the bank that we're going to have enough money to pay them back yeah, when right. it's time to pay them back? And so that's all part of what I do. I also help to brainstorm with the business owners on what marketing strategy is going to work for their business so we can get out there and begin to bring in clients and customers and begin to make sales for their business because it's all part of the process for qualifying for business funding. So that, that really kind of leads nicely to my next question. And how can that business owner or entrepreneur leverage cash to fund their business, to grow their business, to scale their business, to reach whatever goal that they set at the beginning of the year, but do it faster and not to, as you said, use their savings or, you know, or have 50 jobs to try to make ends meet. Thank you, Vicky. That's a very good 
question. And I tell you, uh, in my consultation with a lot of business owners, um, I've run into a whole lot of business owners who are trying to do the job with their savings. I mean, I'm so grateful that they have some money saved up. But what about people who don't have yeah. any type of savings? And so from my point of view, I would tell you that the hardest part is to start off a business. Once you're able to start a business, the business is up and running and you are bringing in some income. I mean, just to show that this is an active a business, mm -hmm. scaling the business from there is much more easier, mm -hmm. even though on the contrary, people think it's a lot more harder in, in, uh, in the sense that they don't have the finances ready. But once the business is, is in operation and there are income coming in, we can show to the bank that the reason why we couldn't move forward. The reason why we couldn't make a higher income is because of the restrictions that we mm -hmm. are having. We don't have enough staff because we don't have the money to pay them. We don't have all the equipment, the computers, yeah. the setup. Yeah. We don't have the off. We don't have all these things we need. So we can make that argument to the bank and we can provide them this test that this is ourselves, what we are doing, where we are right now. And if we get more money and if we make more um, have more capital to be able to do more marketing, we'll be able to bring in more clients in, we're able to bring in more customers in, mm -hmm. and our revenue is going to go up. And so to answer your question, I would say that scaling your business is not something you are supposed to do with your savings, mm -hmm. even though that seems to be the norm with a lot of business owners. And the reason for that is just because of lack of access, lack of information, mm -hmm. and just not knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. And so the money is out there. The bank have the money. And if whatever you need, up to $20 million, you can actually get that funding if you qualify for it. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't just walk into the bank today and say, give me $20 million. Mm -hmm. They're going to ask you what you want to do with it. Like, you have to mm -hmm. prove what you want to do with it. But if you actually have a genuine reason and you prove that, they are willing to give that money to you. Right. And so scaling a business is much more easier if you know what to do. Or mm -hmm. if you know somebody that knows what to do. And that's part of what, that's what I do as a consultant. Because I know that a lot of businesses, great idea, great, I mean, what they're doing is wonderful. The services they're offering to our society is very essential service, mm -hmm. like very needed service. But they just don't know how this mm -hmm. financial thing works. And they don't know how to... Um, get to the bank, meet all the requirements of the bank and get the bank to give them the money. And so um, that's, that's how I can help a business. That's mm -hmm. how I can um, um, help the business realize their business goal for the year. What about things like angel investors and things like that, non-traditional banks? Do you work with them or do you steer people away from that? Oh, well, that's part of all the equation. Um, so it's just like having been in a negotiation uh, table and you have all kinds of cards on the deck, <laughs> just everything all laid out. Um, there are people who have the money and they are looking for businesses that are promising and they want to invest in those businesses. Mm -hmm. So that's part of it. Um, 
I don't drive people off of there. Um, if they are interested in there and they look at the offer, they review the offer and they want to go in that direction, that's okay. And, um, but most of the time, most of the businessmen that I, businessmen and women that I've talked to or I have consulted for, mm -hmm. um, they are more like looking into business lines of credit. So mm -hmm. like in the spectrum of business funding, there's a whole lot of things in there. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a one size fit all. Right. So you kind of have to go through all of that. And during my consultation too, um, I also help my client to understand the different options. Mm -hmm. And so it boils down to the business owner, what do they want to do? Mm -hmm. And what do they feel most comfortable with? Mm -hmm. I've had business owners who are most comfortable with getting lines of business credit. And so, which is like for a business that is less than three years old, they can qualify for up to $150,000 in lines of credit. Mm -hmm. So lines of credit works like this is money the same way you have emergency funding in your personal finance. Mm -hmm. So life of our lines of credit works like that in business funding. So you have this stack of money given to you. Okay. There are no penalty for not using them. So you use what you need as per the demand. Some months you may have more demands. Some other months you may not have demands. So whatever you use, you pay it back into the purse. And mm -hmm. that funding also becomes, continues to become available for you. Mm -hmm. And after like six months, you can ask them to increase the line of credit. So if you got like $50,000 before, they can top it off to $75,000. Mm -hmm. And I want to take you back a little bit to 2020 when we had a pandemic that wiped mm -hmm. out everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people think that the time to go look for money is when I'm desperately in need. That's the kind of too late. Because mm -hmm. it's a process. Mm -hmm. And so some wise businessmen in our country, they already had lines of credit there in the background. Some mm -hmm. had up to half a million dollars, some have up to over a million dollars in lines of credit. They were just there. So nobody knew that the pandemic was going to do mm -hmm. all of those damages. So when that happened and there was no money anywhere and there was confusion everywhere, these wise business people went and activated their lines of credit. And that's what they were using to run the operation, yeah. to run their businesses. So when everything was shut down, they were still the ones standing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we know what happened. Um, the government stepped in, um, Congress approved some money, and everything was all taken care of. And now mm -hmm. we are back to kind of normal routine. Right. So that's one of the advantages mm -hmm. of business funding. So when I'm talking with my clients, if they want to go the route of lines of credit, that's a possibility. We go that route. Mm -hmm. If they want to go the route of uh, business credit cards, we go that route. If they want to go the route of loans, um, we go that route. If they want to go their route of angel investors, we can go that route as well. So there are just different options. It's a smorgasbord. <laughs> The cafeteria style of funding. <laughs> All right. It is. The time is zooming by here, but tell us a little bit more about what your one-on-one -on -one business funding intervention session would entail. So um, 
as we are talking and if you are listening and you are hearing us and you connect with the discussion that we are having and you felt it that this is your year and you need some help to help you get some funding um, so you can do all the great things you want to do with your business, with your staff, with your company this year. And so um, you can go ahead and, and then um, book a one-on-one -on -one with me and my intervention section, well, I call it intervention section in the sense that if there is a problem, we got to have some kind of intervention for it to solve that problem. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm not just doing business funding because it's just another thing to do. It was, I had the opportunity, I had a special privilege of cracking the code for business funding when I was in graduate business school. And during my one-on-one -on -one intervention session, I walk my client through the process. Like this is a guaranteed process that mm -hmm. have worked for people before us that is working today, that will still work, is recession-proof. Mm -hmm. And so no matter the noise you hear about recession, it's good that we have information so we can prepare. But I've checked and the laws have not changed about our financial system. The recession has not made Congress to make some new laws. So the laws are still the same. And so that's what I do during the one-on-one -on -one business funding intervention section. We go through these proven steps that mm -hmm. guarantees you multiple funding, just like the way you walk into the doctor's office. If you have something troubling you, maybe mm -hmm. you have some illness and the doctor will do a complete diagnosis and I'll tell you this is what's going on. And so the same way, during that session, I will find out more from you about your business, what your business is all about, and I'm going to apply this um, proven system into your business step by step. And you're going to see step by step what we need to do mm -hmm. to turn things around, to help you get to the bank, get that dream funding that you need, and bring it home to you and so it's a kind of taking doubts ifs maybe uncertainty part of the whole equation mm -hmm. and giving the key to business funding back to you that now you are in charge it's not because they don't like me or because of my zip code or because i don't know anybody who is rich none of those things like now after that session, you will be 100% sure that now you are in control of what needs to happen for your company, mm -hmm. for your business to have the funding that you have always needed to do great things in your business. Awesome. Well, it's time now for rapid fire. Mm -hmm. So what are three takeaways that you would like our audience to have from this podcast? The three things that if they don't remember anything else, they should remember these three things. Well, number one thing is no matter what you've heard about the recession, it's still a good time in America to be a business owner. So if you have a business about to start your business, cheers to you. Okay. And number two thing I want you to know is once you started your business, you started operation, you started to make some income, you don't have to do this alone. Okay. I know that just by the information available to you right now, it seems as if there might be no way 
uh, how am I going to get this money? But the money is out there. And so if you engage somebody like me, what I do is I help put your house in order so we can go to the bank and get this money to you. And the last thing that I wanted to remember is just like the second one that I said, there is help. Okay. Um, don't deny yourself that help. Mm -hmm. If you try to do it, there are two ways to do it. There's the fast track way and there is the hard way. And I have done it the hard way earlier in my life for so many years until someday when my eyes open on how to do it the better <laughs> way and the fast track way. And I want to do it with you. I want to do the fast track way with you. What you would have achieved in five years how would it be if we can make that happen in five months? Yeah. So what is an ideal client for you? So for business funding, ideal person or majorly two categories of people, okay? If somebody is starting a company right away or starting a business right away, but they have put together a plan or they know that this is actually a business that if we market it, that we're going to have clients coming in. We're going to have customers buying into the business. Mm -hmm. So that's a scalable business because we can show from the revenue. I'm not really bothered about the amount of the revenue. I'm just... I just wanted to see, or the bank wanted to see that there is income coming in, like mm -hmm. this business is generating income. So if you fall into that first category, which is business owners, that's an ideal client that I can work with. Then, um, then the second category are business owners who maybe they've tried once or twice, they've applied a couple of times. Um, uh, for loan products, maybe lines of credit or business credit card or even home loans and they got denied and now they are discouraged. But mm -hmm. they still need that money to be able to scale their company. They mm -hmm. still need that money to be able to hire more employees so that their company will be more efficient. And so if you fall under this second category, you are very much welcome um, to get in touch with me and um, I will do everything I can to help you. So what is some advice that you wish you had when you started and it was the hard, <laughs> what, would you, what would you wish you knew? So for me, there was something that I did and it has to do somehow with my background. I didn't grow up with money, so I grew up really poor. And so, um, and things about money and finance are things I have to kind of intentionally learn and change my mindset and change my behavior about it. And so as somebody who just like had nothing at the beginning, I love the free stuff. You know, it's just, I'm just looking for this free stuff. And so it took me a while to understand that, okay, you can get some of this free stuff because I say a whole lot of them, um, but it can inform you, but it's not going to transform your business. And so when I, with that dawned on me, that mm -hmm. changed my perspective. 
And I think that's when I began to make some more progress because now I see my business as myself as an investment. I have to invest in things that will help me to be a better business person. I have to invest in programs. I have to, there are people who probably know more than me even in, in the areas that I'm lacking. I have to go to them and I have to be willing to pay some, make some sacrifices, um, pay some prizes for them. So some of these things are not free. And that's what I would love to share with our audience today. That it's great that we have some free stuff out there. Um, but just we should just be in mind that if we want to get to that high place we want to go to, um, it's, it's not going to cut it. <laughs> yeah, you got to spend money to make money. So what is the top mistake that most people make whenever they're um, trying to do funding? I think the, the, the thing about funding, the mistake I've seen a lot of business owners make is like when you go on the internet and you see this ad that tell you, oh, apply, we'll give you results in two seconds or one minute or something like that. Let's see, if my house is not in order, there is no need applying because I should have known the results mm -hmm. even before applying. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of businesses have fallen for that. Um, and they haven't kind of taken a step back to think that, oh, I need to put some things in order before I even step out to mm -hmm. apply. And that's part of what I do. I have to put a business all together and we're going to spend one, two, three months doing mm -hmm. that so that when you are walking into the bank, where you are working with 100% certainty that every checklist on their requirements have been met mm -hmm. but without any doubt. You know, this is the amount you're going for. You know, this is the process. And all your documentation, you have your business credit score, you have your personal credit, you have your corporate finance structure, you have your business, you have everything all laid out that you have that confidence. And people who have done it this way, they've always smiled home with the funding <laughs> they needed. <laughs> so thinking ahead, what's the next big thing that you want to do? Yeah, I want to be able to reach out to a lot more businesses uh, because I did some little research and I found out that we have 29 million small businesses <laughs> in America. Just a few. It's <laughs> so, um, and I researched further and I found out that out of the 29, about 6 million of them are actually LLC. So like the whole bulk of all these other businesses are still um, sole proprietorship. And in business funding, sole proprietorship doesn't work with funding. It's, I, don't, I wasn't the one who set up the financial system, but the way the financial system works for you to be able to get to the bank and actually get money from the bank, you have to move your business from sole proprietorship to an LLC, even an escort. So this year, I want to um, be instrumental to helping business owners understand this different 
corporate structure entities that the banks are looking for. The banks want to work with corporations. They don't want to work with individuals. And mm -hmm. the reason for that is if you, if a bank loans money to a corporation and something happens, pandemic happens, disaster happens, they're going to get compensated for it. If the bank gives money to me as an individual, and I go down, maybe some other pandemic happened and I go down and my business go down, they've lost their money. Mm -hmm. And the question is, would I want to give my money to somebody who's going to lose my money? Yeah. The answer is no. And so this year, I hope that I can reach more people to let them understand that the funds are there, there is help there, but there's a process for our financial system. And um, helping them do that, um, putting them through what they need to do um, to get that process right. And at the end of the day, get the funding that they need to grow their business. So uh, if you have an LLC and you go to an S Corp, what is the different requirements that you have and or um, uh, the restrictions, you know, are what what do you need that you wouldn't have if you just had a, a, a LLC or a sole proprietorship? Thank you so much. That's a really cool question because I would say every day I meet business owners and they tell me, oh, I have an LLC. And so and it's like somebody that want to go to college. OK, and you take this national exam called the SCT. OK, so I take the SCT and then. I go home, say, okay, I've done it. I'm in college now. So, it's, so the SUT is not enough, okay? You still have to get your score back. You still have mm -hmm. to apply to different colleges. Uh, there's, there's still a lot of follow-up you have to do until you get enrolled in college. Mm -hmm. So starting an LLC is amazing. Like, I'm happy for you. But that's a kind of where a lot of people stop and they go home. And that's not enough. And so... Um, there is an opportunity for every uh, every American who have a business to elect for their businesses to become a small corporation called an S Corp or even a C Corp. Mm -hmm. And with that, you have the same classification as these big corporations, mm -hmm. even as a little small one person business. <laughs> So, so do, um, do you have to have an annual meeting um, with yourself? <laughs> well, there is a way to organize that uh, because we have to organize, we have to like arrange the operating agreement um, so we can um, arrange for how to run the company. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that our country have that provision for a small business to become a small corporation. Mm -hmm. And that opens you up to a whole world of business funding. It also helps you when it's time for taxes, like the end of the year, like when you have to do your taxes, you save more money as a small business corporation mm -hmm. than if you're not, and you have more access to funding. And so there are a whole lot of things that you have to do, which I don't think we have a, lot, a whole lot of time to go into all of that. Uh, but that's what the consultation is for. Um, when we have a one-on-one -on -one consultation, I'll make sure that everything you need um, to make all that checklist, to have a corporate entity structure for your LLC, mm -hmm. that all of that is all in place. Excellent. Alrighty. So again, 
it is time for me to share contact information so you can learn how to do that one-on-one -on -one with fame. So you have his um, gift site, which is, I'm going to read it for those that are not seeing this, and it will be on the uh, YouTube as well as my website for this slide so that you'll be able to see that if you um, want to get this information. It is https colon forward slash forward slash my my workspace f 382d dot my click funnels.com slash talk with fame dash dash zero e zero e one. So again, that's my workspace f like Frank 382d like David dot my click funnels.com slash talk with fame dash dash zero e zero e one and he's on social media if you just search for fame o o c e e h again that's last name is o o c e e h and i'm going to let him tell you a little bit about this one-on-one -on -one session that he um, has described here during this one-on-one uh, section, um, I will learn a little more about your business and the problem that you solve in the marketplace. And the main thing that you walk away from this section is you're going to be crystal clear on how the proven system that guarantees multiple business funding approval could be applied in your business um, to blossom your business this year and to hand the key back to you to control business funding approvals. Okay, I think that it will, it will be an awesome opportunity to be able to know how you can mm -hmm. control yeah. what the bank gives you. What awesome. do you think? Yeah. So again, that's for the first five people that respond to this. So make sure you tell them that you, um, whenever you talk with him, that you were listening to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast and you want to be one of those top five people, right? $800 value, excellent deal here. But if you don't get to be the first 500, uh, I'm sorry, first five people, um, it's still something that you, again, invest in your business, invest in yourself. Oh, you've given them such a lot of information. It's, I always find from talking with you that I, I tend to get more questions after I leave. So anyone that is like me and has more questions, please go to um, his LinkedIn or to the website, um, or you can email me and I can connect you with fame so that you can get those answers uh, to the questions that you have. But it's been great. You shared a lot of tips, some great insight to, to your background and how you uh, were that success story that went from nothing to um, helping others find growth and um, prosperity. And, and that's what we all see in the American dream, right? <laughs> so as always, I tell the audience to remember that life is a journey and it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off.
Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.